0: Cellar Dive episode number 23 of...
1: Brutal Battle.
0: So, I believe we're putting this out after the last On the Shelf episode we just did, and in that episode I said that we were probably doing the pack attack next, so apologies. It's just scheduling-wise, we needed to do something quicker because of what was going on, so we're throwing in a Cellar Dive, and then we should be doing the pack attack after this, unless we don't, but...
1: It'll be coming.
0: Yeah, it's gonna happen yeah. regardless, and I think it's gonna be an awesome time. But this will be interesting because, as you know, when we do cellar dive episodes, we're pulling out a lot of the times lately some pretty old beers. Yeah,
1: not always, but
0: for the yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. But when we actually dive into our yeah. cellar, we're actually pulling out some kind of older stuff, and both of these are much older. The first one is. A few months shy of six and a half years in the bottle, and the second one is a few months shy of seven years in the bottle. So they're not far off time-wise in the bottle, so it would be interesting to see how they kind of compare to how they've held up with each other, but they're also two pretty different beers. But as most people know with these Cellar Dives, things are actually cellared. They're typically going to be higher ABV stouts or sours something like that so both of these are stouts of sorts so it's all stouty yeah which i guess is fine because it's a little chilly outside when we're doing yeah. this right now so still it, you're a moody drinker so i am you know i am
1: so like i keep telling carlin we got to drink our stouts because stout season is about an ending
0: this is true um yeah, and if, he, if if both of these are just, like, terrible, 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 I there is one beer in the fridge right now that is also one that's been in there for a while that we could pull out and add on okay. if we feel like it, but these we don't have to. Stingers. Well, you know.
1: We'll see how we feel.
0: So yeah, we'll see how things go. I'm hoping to get one here that we one want to drink, <laughs> that we want to drink post-podcast, but it is quite possible we won't want to do either, but, all right, <clears throat> excuse me. So the first one is a tried and true brewery that we are fans of. We do like a lot of what they do. Dogfish Head Brewing out of Milton, Delaware. Uh, this is their worldwide stout. And I think actually this particular beer was given to us by Nathan Kalasnik way oh. back. Specifically to age. Okay. So we did that. I don't know if he in you know thought that we would age it this long, but we did. So uh, ABV on these, <clears throat> it's usually pretty high. I don't think it says. Oh, or is it up top? No? I don't see it. Might have to look it up on Untapped. Can you grab my phone? And I I know it's usually up there, but... Actually, can you look? Can you use my Untapped and look it up? Or your own? I don't... Either way. And then I'll just, you know, I'll do the pouring. But one of the things I do want to say about this beer in particular is I've always really loved the caps they use for these. I don't know if they still do. Cause I haven't bought something like a worldwide stout or their higher ABV beers in a while, but um, they at least used to have this really cool one. It's kind of like a triangular kind of yield symbol, but it's got a shark kind of going after like a ball. So it's kind of a bit of like an exclamation point inside of like an upside down triangle. It, it looks cool. And it's like kind of like almost like a hot uh, yellow uh color. So I just like it. It pops. It's a cool bottle.
1: Worldwide stout. Worldwide stout eighteen percent.
0: Okay. Yeah. I knew it was pretty up there. So this is like the brewery level beers, alcohol wise. Okay. So let's start in these.
1: I didn't look up that vintage, but
0: right, that yeah that's fine. It's just I mean they're usually around the same. Yeah. So okay. All right, I'm hoping it's okay. I mean, typically beers that get aged that are by Dogfish Head typically do okay, mm-hmm. uh, okay to actually quite well. So, and I think we also still have a a vanilla oak aged version of this uh, aging down in the basement. I think it's our last one, and that one's got to be pretty and, close to the same age. Now they
1: have portal style with coffee, right? Do they? Oh yeah, I, I think, think you they might do be right. Though
0: kind of want that yeah, actually I do too. maybe you should pick that up but what do you what are you smelling it smells boozy it smells really boozy there's um but it's very chocolatey yeah it's real chocolatey and roasty there's a nice like roastiness on the end there's a little bit of like a um ashy note in the finish like a little charcoaly ash type smell
1: mm-hmm.
0: not that bad there's a very Can very I- oh, go ahead. oh go ahead very sliced soy sauce Very slight. That's exactly
1: what I was going to say.
0: It's kind of, like, it's, the soy sauce and the ashiness are very low level, but you kind of get them at the same time.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm getting almost a little licorice, too.
0: I get a little green olive, which I hate that smell. Actually, the more I smell it, I'm getting more of the green olive, which I'm not a big fan of. I can see that. It doesn't mean that's going to be in the flavor, so... But
1: most, mostly chocolatey and roasty. Yeah. And boozy.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Alright. Based off the nose, I'm kind of expecting this won't be that great.
1: Doesn't have a lot of flavor.
0: Yeah, it's primarily like hot from the alcohol.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh. Um.
1: It's just like a little chocolatey and boozy.
0: Yeah. Slight chocolateiness, the booze like overpowers everything. Although a few more sips and, you know, our palates will acclimate to it a little bit better. But the booze on that first sip really kind of overpowers a lot. But, yeah, like Rebecca said, there is a bit of a chocolatiness. It's like a dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm getting a raisin quality in there. Uh, I'm getting that ashiness on the flavor. It definitely warms you up.
1: I feel warm. Mm -hmm. I feel it, like, down my throat, like...
0: It's not great. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not... This amount of age on it is not doing well. This is a good beer when it's fresh and when it's aged a little bit, but I think almost six and a half years, it's just too much at this point. It's just, it's really just too much. Yeah, the alcohols, it's so overpowering, you know, the, the balance of the initial beer is just so out of kilter. Like, this is what it is. All right. Yeah. We'll end up dumping that for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's not doing great. I also am tasting a little of that green olive.
1: It would be really interesting to do a vertical with this beer.
0: Oh, yeah. To try to really
1: find, like, that just right
0: age. We have done verticals on the podcast before. It's been a while, but if people are interested in that, you can go to the website brutalbattle.com or go to archive.org and search Brutal Battle and then just put in... You know on either site in the search function vertical or brutal battle vertical in archive dot org I don't think we did all oh, I know we did Backwoods bastard yes. I think we did a bourbon county we did a there was something else we did too there were like i think like two others that we ended up doing as well but You'll have to look. I mean, this we've been going, we've been doing this for 11 years, so it's kind of hard to remember everything, but we did a few of them. I think like four total verticals, maybe, something like that. Okay, anyway, do you want to introduce the second sure. beer?
1: So, the first one was the one I picked.
0: Right. And so, the second one's the one Carlin picked. Yeah.
1: So, his, this one is Black Butte 26th Birthday Reserve. And um, this is... By Deschutes Brewery out of Bend, Oregon, it is an ale brewed with pomegranate molasses, with fifty percent aged in bourbon barrels, blended with ale with cocoa nibs and cranberry added, and it is ten point eight.
0: So significantly less boozy. Also, I feel like with all the extra added stuff, it has a better chance of being more okay.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? We'll see. But
1: it sounds good. Help. You don't. You don't know. Where do we get this one? You don't remember.
0: There's no, there's nothing messed up on the cap.
1: Yeah,
0: it is waxed on top, so it it seems like it probably did a good job keeping the oxygen out. Not
1: in a ton of wax because we just got it with a regular bottle vinegar.
0: Right. Yeah. It's it's one coating, literally like one coating of wax.
1: And you don't I mean, You said you don't remember where we got this or someone <sighs> gave it to
0: us. Um. No, we purchased it some. I knew we purchased it somewhere, and when we purchased it, we got two of them, one for aging and one um. that we had fresh. We may. I think we actually had. The fresh version on the podcast a long time ago. And I think it may have been in one of our tournaments, actually, for like Stouts tournament. Hmm. So that's another thing if people want to search for. Okay. So let's talk
1: about the color on either of these, but yeah, they're Stouts. Stouts. Yeah, Yeah. they're Stouts people. Well, (laughs) nothing funny about that.
0: Immediately, the big difference between these two beers is that when you swirled this one up, It falls down relatively quickly off the sides versus the worldwide stout because of the ABV being so high. It just, like, slowly comes down. Uh, Okay, smell.
1: It's very woody.
0: It is woody, but I, I get, like, licorice. Like, red licorice. And I get that molasses. This is actually smelling more... Like it has more depth, yes. Than the well, worldwide stout, which it has more flavors
1: more. because there's, I mean, there's more things going yes. on to it.
0: I see what you're saying about the wood, though.
1: So woody, it's there's hard a lot to get of wood. past that. And I'm, I'm getting the olive on this.
0: Yeah, I'm also getting it. I'm also getting something that's coming off like a little bit like mentholy, you know, like mint, mint ish. Mm. It's a little odd. Maybe that's part of what the. That olive portion is doing to it. There is some dark chocolate in there. There, There is also a, a bit of an ashiness, just yeah, like with the I dogfish just, head. I can't get past the wood and the olive. It's not a great nose, but it is kind of interesting.
1: My first sniff, I was like, oh, this, is t- this smells good. Um, and is the cran- more I go in, I'm like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, cranberry. I guess I'm smelling some of the cranberry because there is a fruitiness in the nose. And I feel like I am getting the molasses at times. It's interesting. All right. Rebecca went in. I think
1: I'm getting the cranberry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a fruitiness to it. It's pretty bitter on the finish. And it's kind of drying. Yes. And the bitterness leads into that ashy flavor so you kind of feel like you're getting like a little actual like ash in the beer because it is like dry I don't think it's terrible
1: I don't like it
0: but I don't like Right, I don't, I don't I, think I don't it's terrible, it.
1: but it's better than the worldwide stout. Sure. But I don't need to drink more of it.
0: I... Do you see what I'm talking about with that kind of, like, Mm menthol-y note that, like, it's a little bit almost mint-derived? It's kind of odd. I don't know what's up with that. It's weird.
1: Yeah. I guess
0: a little bit. I I wouldn't have
1: picked it out myself, but now that you planted that seed.
0: It's very woody, too. I I think it's probably just, like, all these flavors kind of, like, being distorted over time. And how they're playing with each other in just this odd way. And that's what's giving that kind of yeah. like menthol note. Um I'm 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 happy that I'm getting that cranberry, like that fruitiness. I wouldn't be able to call it cranberry. No. But it is giving you like that fruity tartness mm-hmm. in there, which is, you know, welcome on this flavor pro- profile for what's going on. But yeah, I mean, you know.
1: And what do we I didn't say this was a twenty two ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. And the worldwide stat was a uh, twelve ounce bottle
0: from back when twenty two ounce bottles were a thing. Yeah, you
1: don't see them anymore.
0: I mean, I'm gl- I'm kind of glad, honestly, um, because you know we like to drink kind of smaller portions now, and especially when it's larger beers too. Like yeah. it just it becomes too much, and I think the market just kind of moved that way. So they, the market, you know, like the industry moved away from those because they weren't selling as well, but. I remember, like, there used to be a lot of beers Mm -hmm. in 22s. And at this point, I don't see any, really. Well, not any, but, like, barely anything. I see barely any. It's all primarily, like, 16-ounce cans, some 12-ounce cans, some 12-ounce bottles. And that's about it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Let's get ponies, then, for Rebecca. Rebecca. Remember how we would talk about that on the podcast, how you wanted, like, ponies? little
1: baby beer, Like,
0: seven ounce. I think that's I what ponies are, like, seven or seven and a half ounce. That's yeah. like the
1: perfect size, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Plus, they're called ponies, which is kind of cute, know. you know. So, that helps. But, uh, I'm not going to add on another beer. Like, okay. this is what it is. Um, I think we're going to have to find other stuff to drink off podcast, yeah. which is fine, because we have stuff. We always have stuff. But... Um, This might be, for the most part, what to expect when we do more cellar dives and we're actually pulling out of what's been aged. But we do have some other stuff in there that's not like stouts. Um, I think we have like a scotch ale or something in there that we could pull out. Mm. We also have, and I don't even know if we want to try this at any point. We have the Crime and Punishment beers from Stone from many years ago. Those are supposed to be, like, hot peppers. Um, so, (laughs) I don't... Like, over time, have they really mellowed out and they're not really hot anymore? I don't know. Like, I'm kind of curious, but I kind of don't want to do it because I don't handle heat all that well. I don't know. I don't even know why I bought those beers. I have no idea. Did you buy them? Yes! I I think it was the concept got me and, like, the exclusivity from... I mean, I bought them a long time ago, so...
1: I thought maybe, um...
0: Someone, no one gave them to me. Uh Uh-uh. Like, I bought those. You bought them. Yes. Interesting. And then, like, not long after I bought them, I was kind of like, I'm not sure I should have done that. (laughs) Like, why?
1: And we haven't drunk them since.
0: Oh, no, no. But, you know, I am curious that if, over time, like, the heat, just I'm sure it did,
1: don't you think?
0: Well, there's one way to find out. Yeah, that could be a, a a cellar dive. We just do those two. Is
1: w- punishment hotter?
0: Yeah, crime is hot and punishment is hotter. And I think it lists on the bottles like what peppers are in them because it's not just like one type of pepper for each. I think it's like multiples it's
1: a blend of peppers.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean that would be interesting. Obviously, our sips would be like very small, probably. But I don't know. We'll we'll think about that one, yeah. but. If you want that one or you want something else or any other format you can email us. I mean our beer
1: cellar like the actual like cellar like the beers that we have cellared are is dwindling.
0: Yeah. And then that's good. Yeah. Like that's definitely good. Cuz I think
1: what we've kind of learned is like
0: it's not No worth beer it. like no
1: holds up that
0: long for some hold up really well for a few years yeah but the problem is a lot of the times you just get focused on what's new and coming out and that stuff gets forgotten and then you're going in six and a half seven years later and you're like oh crap i have this Let, uh, let's try it and then it's no good yeah um so yeah i mean cautionary tale but yeah i thought i thought at one point cellaring beers was a cool idea i don't think so anymore <laughs> I really don't think so anymore. Fresh, freshers typically better. So, okay. but Hey, we'll keep doing this experiment. Like I said, if you want to email us, brutal battle at gmail.com, uh, help us out, rate us and review us through whatever podcatcher you use to listen. iTunes is probably the most helpful, but also do word of mouth. Tell people about the podcast and also social medias. We're on Instagram,
1: brutal battle podcast
0: and untapped.
1: Rubyreb sixty two
0: and I'm Carlton Malibu all one word if you want to be our virtual beer drinking buddies because are you checking in anymore or here and there I mean, here and there I kind okay. I
1: kind of just forget sometimes okay
0: that I mean that's fine. I am always checking yeah in.
1: Carlin checks in
0: every single every time, single time. Yeah. so you can rest assured that if Rebecca's not checking in. Most likely, she's also drinking that.
1: Yeah, pretty. So, much. so very yeah. rarely do we.
0: Right. Sometimes
1: I? you'll have a beer without me, and I'll have a beer without yeah, you. Sometimes. Normally, if sometimes. I'm drink, if normally if I'm drinking without you, though, I'm drinking wine.
0: Wine, yeah. Typically, yes, that's true. But hey, this is always fun. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Whether this is your first time or you've been with us for a long time, we appreciate everyone listening. We really do. We have fun doing this, and that's. I mean, we don't have like a huge fan base or anything. Like we have listeners for sure but we don't have a huge fan base. So we do this because we're having a good time and it's a, it's a fun hobby. So thank you everyone. But until next time,
1: keep it real.